A purple and gold good day to you, and welcome into the JMU Sports Alumni Podcast. I'm Kurt Dudley, Director of Broadcast Services and the all-sports voice for the Dukes. At one time, my title was Sports Information Director for a number of programs at JMU. One of those, during a stretch of my career, was the JMU Swimming and Diving Program. I started out only working with the men's program, and then after a number of years, well, took into my fold as well, working with the women's program. And that included a stretch of time in the early 2000s when Kim Bagachinsky swam for the Dukes, finishing up her career in 2006. We all affectionately called her Bags, just easily shortening her last name a bit. Now she goes by Lags, well, because her last name is Lagrateria, and she has returned back to her home state of New Jersey. Bags Lags, you can find her on Instagram and all kinds of social media outlets too. We'll chat about that in just a moment. But also with Kim, one of the things that really I remember, I can see her on the pool deck now, was the amount of energy that she brought to every meet, to every practice, to every day. And she was constantly, constantly smiling. And that is one way that you saw her energy transfer to others and something she continues to do so today. Hi, how are you? Yes, um, I tend to smile all the time. I I just find that it's a life a lot easier when you're happier or, or finding joy. <laughs> and and all those um, laps in the pool allowed for me to get out any stress that I had. So I left it all in the water so no one else would have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, let's let's go back historically a little bit, uh, Kim. Just um, what was it? How did you learn about James Madison? And just give us a short history of how you became a Duke. Well, um, I... You know, as a high school swimmer, my high school coach was giving me all these names of colleges, and I sat down with my mom, and I was like, I don't know if I want to just go to these schools because that's what he recommended. So her and I sat down, and we kind of mapped out a college tour. And she's like, hey, what about this school? And I was like, James Madison? She's like, yeah, Yeah, I'm in New Jersey. And she's like, it's five hours away. That's like a good far enough distance where you're far away but can still get home. So we scheduled a trip, and we went down just to look. And I instantly fell in love. And so many times I was going through the schools and the campuses and everything, and I just tried my best to vision what I wanted my future to be like. And as I was walking around there, that's the place where I felt the most at home. And then I, that's when we started researching swim program. We set up a meeting with the coach, uh, which was Casey at the time. And um, it was Amazing. From there, I fell in love, and all of the goals of the program aligned with mine. And from there, we set up an official visit. And in my mind, there was no looking back. <laughs> I um, I just saw myself as a part of the team. The connections I made with the other swimmers, I instantly felt like family. And I knew once everything lined up that that's where I was going to go. And once everything did line up, I was an instant yes, all in. And I have been bleeding purple and gold since. Well, I know that even before we did this interview today, you, you sent me a picture to say, hey, I'm ready for this. You were wearing your James Madison sweatshirt, and you, you were decked in purple. And I think at one time, did you not have, maybe you still do, a purple Jeep, a purple vehicle? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I bleed purple. Uh, yeah, it's a purple Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, I've been riding it for a couple of years, and people know that's part of who I am. And I actually, like, even on – social media people know that my favorite color is purple <laughs> just from there you go. i guess it just, it's part of the energy 
Well, you mentioned you mentioned that in deciding a James Madison, it gave you a vision or you know the, the school, the the, the uh, swing program, everything. You had a vision at the time that you made the decision. Did that vision come true? I definitely say it came true. Um, I wanted to be a part of a program that, you know, was welcoming and goal-driven, but also had a lot of uh, comforts of, of home, you know. And maybe it was that Southern Hospitality that brought me in for that part, but the the team and the coaches and everything just kind of seemed to uh, always teach me to be a little bit better each day to any challenges that came my way, stress that came my way, worries about academics to uh, big swim meets that were coming up. The vision and like the, the mission of the athletic programs there always seemed to be so well-rounded that it didn't just give me the tools to, you know, step up on the blocks and swim my best times, but also to step up and in academics and face the challenges I may have when it came to my student teaching career it was able to roll over to other other aspects of my life and my career and my relationships. And and that's like something I left there with too, was that lifestyle of being like a Duke dog is something that's so much more than just rolling through the motions, but showing up every day and being your best and living your best and paying that forward. And kind of, find, I kind of try to give a little bit of that, that hype that I had at every swim meet. I kind of, make that the environment of my classroom now. And um, as I'm working with like individuals and their fitness journeys and things like that, I try to take what I learned as the JMU athlete and give that to them because it really was the full picture, the full circle of a true living experience. It wasn't more, it wasn't just like, hey, you're doing this and you're doing it now. I don't care what it takes. It it was that, but it was in a, a healthy motivational way to, always have that passion behind it. And that's why it's like, that's why you bleed purple and gold. That's what allows for you to do that. It's it's that passion that's behind your actions and that you put forward every day and you pick up the person next to you, whether they're having a good or bad day and you transform their energy into something amazing. And that's what I got from the swim program. I got a family of people. And when I was there, it was, we had men's and women's and I was with my schedule. I was able to train with both teams based off of my academic schedule. Um, so I got to really work with both, and that was very, very cool. And um, and then going forward, even like the women who I ended up with, they're my, they're like my sisters still. You know, they're, I could pick up the phone and call them at any time. I can send them a selfie in my JMU, and they're, and they're all pumped up, and they don't know why I'm <laughs> all pumped up either. And I uh, actually texted a few of them today, and they're like, what, what? So the hype, that doesn't stop, and that's like – that's what I was looking for. I wasn't looking to go and and just be the top dog, just to be a number on on the stat board. But I was looking for um, a life experience that would transfer over for a lifetime, and I got it. Yeah, that, and I think that you have paired uh, in knowing you two things that that you you definitely found your passion for: physical education, which means movement, health, uh, nutrition, all of that, and teaching. Um, you know, a, a great combination. Uh, that can be fun and and energetic, as you say. Was that was there somebody that motivated you or steered you in that direction, or was that something <laughs> that you kind of found on your own? You're you're giggling, so why? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Doctor Slattery uh, was one of my professors, and I was actually in 
the, the media center with Allison Keel, who was one of my mm-hmm. teammates at the time. And my assignment was to interview people in different fields of kinesiology. And I was determined to be in sports management. I was going to go work for the New York Giants and, like, be this cool person. And then I get on the phone with my aunt, my Aunt Madeline. I call her Aunt Mad. And she's a phys ed teacher in New Jersey. And I literally, like, this is someone I talk to almost every day of my life. Uh, She lived down the street from me. Uh, She still is a motherly uh, role in my life. And when I got off the phone with her, I was like, what was I thinking? I want to work for the New York Giants. I want to be a physical education teacher. And the next day I walked down and I changed my major to physical education. Um, And ever since, she helped me get started with my career, uh, just really being a major influence. And she was always that rock star physical education teacher where everyone looked up to. She was the one who was going above and beyond. And it was pretty cool to have her as a mentor as I stepped into the field. I've talked to people or learned from some that say, you know, make where you are the big time. So now it's, you can be cool in whatever you do, right? So now you're a cool person as a physical education teacher. You don't have to go work for the New York Giants, right? <laughs> right. And and I hope that I make a greater impact because um, as a physical education teacher, you teach every kid in that community. And it's pretty cool to see because now you, you go through and you see the families, you know, they go through the whole system and, you make a bigger impact on the youth. And that's what was really cool. And even like at JMU, I said that, that my mission was for them to be, to live this healthy, physically active, like um, making healthy choices with their nutrition and being involved in their community, like for a lifetime. And that's what this job has given me. And now I can go and encourage them to go and be Olympians and collegiate athletes and go work for the New York Giants. And then they can come call me back for, to come visit. <laughs> there you go. There you, you've got it all figured out. That's pretty cool. I also, I also think it's pretty cool that when you left James Madison, um, you know, I, I often encourage, and I think all of us do, you're still very young as you graduate, to get out and explore and do some things that you may not get a chance to do when you, quote, unquote, settle into life. Um, it would be a little more difficult for you to do that now with a husband and, and kids and, and everything that you <laughs> you've got going on, but you spent a year in Hawaii, and and tell me a little bit about that, that experience right after you graduated. Uh, Yeah, I decided that I wanted a change of scenery, and I went out there to visit my cousin who was a teacher uh, my junior year, and I fell in love, and I was like, how amazing would this be to have a life experience where you get to work in paradise and really experienced a different culture from what I grew up with, and it really expanded my horizons. And I went out there, um, and I got a, <laughs> I had a phone interview. They offered me a job. I got on the plane the next week, and I was full-time uh, health education and just really was able to dive into their culture and learn how to adapt what I learned at JMU with my physical education experience. Uh, education and really be able to learn a whole new lifestyle ultimately. And really it's, it's, they live a healthy lifestyle out there already, most of them. So mm-hmm. um, it was pretty cool to see how you could put a spin on it. I think you've also taken a little bit of a Hawaiian spin and put it on the Jersey shore. Uh, just judging from some <laughs> of your, um, some of your Instagram, you're very active, uh, Kim, on social media. Um, did, was that um, how did that come about for you? Was it something that you felt was good for you to 
to reach out and to educate more by using that medium? and Or is it just something you enjoyed and found it had mutual benefits? Well, uh, to be honest, I found uh, that it was an amazing platform to inspire and, and empower, uh, honestly, anybody. Uh, a lot of times I end up talking to other moms. I talk to a lot of retired collegiate athletes, actually. And what I loved about it was is that it provided me a platform with the ability to teach what I teach my students, teach what I live uh, to people who may not have gotten that education at a younger age. Or maybe, like me, uh, we're missing that community, that team spirit when it came to exercising. I tried to do all the, the regular workouts. I would go to the gym. You know, I was healthy. I, my, you know, I did my, my check off the box every day. But I was missing the, the hype of the team. Uh, I was always that person. <laughs> if, if you look back at the JMU swimming pictures, I was the one with the yellow wig on, the gold wig. And I <laughs> definitely had the most team spirit out of everyone. I was behind the blocks cheering everybody on. And uh, I kind of felt like I was the, the team cheerleader, motivator. I, I put in the work. I showed up every single day just like I would want any teammate to be. I had every person's back. And when I found that I could inspire people on a greater platform worldwide through Instagram and other social media platforms, I was like, what am I doing settling for just um, empowering the youth to live healthy, active lifestyle, lifestyle, when I can go out there and spread my, 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 my joy, my passion for fitness, my passion for nutrition and um, finding the, I, I always, I always say live the dream, right? Um, and so mm-hmm. many people think live the dream is going to Hawaii and doing all that. But the reality is living the dream is finding the joy in your everyday life. And by signing up to, I, now I'm a fitness coach and I provide people with the tools they need to work on their fitness virtually. So I have people, my friends from Hawaii to Alaska to New Jersey to, I have a bunch of people who are still down in Harrisonburg who have joined me, um, who, now we all connect on a greater level where we get our workouts in every day. So it's like we have that team spirit where we're constantly cheering each other on, but now our biggest competition is living a healthy, happy life. That's wonderful. You, you mentioned retired collegiate athletes. What, what do you, when you're counseling or, or talking with them, what's, what's your message for them? So many times is that, like, for, for me, like, I, I can go through, like, we had amazing programs at JMU, I can I can still remember the weightlifting routines, and I remember how much weight I lifted almost every day. Every day. I remember the sets that I put in at the pool. I remember um, the cross-training. We would go to UREC for fun to, like, <laughs> to do different, like, kickboxing workouts and all these things. Um, so I had the, and I'm and physical, physical education. I have the education of how to train properly, but the thing I was always missing was that it was my team. I was missing my, my Duke dogs, my swamen. I always called them the swamen. I know they're swimming, but um, <laughs> okay. I, I miss them. So uh, when I talk to these athletes, re- retired athletes, is that's what I talk to them about is that, you know what, this is so much more than us showing up and working out and eating healthy. You already know how to do this. But, like, finally now we can have a community of women who we push each other to continue that and we challenge each other in a different way now um but to overcome life challenges especially this past year um with us all being at home 
it kind of gave us an outlet. So we didn't feel alone. We've always been together. We have that team spirit still, but instead of each training for our own sports, now we're training together. That's that's wonderful. That continues to, to work on. So those that, uh, for, for the benefit of those that are listening in today, and I'm sure many of these people that are listening know this, but um, for those who have maybe not touched base with you for a while or just uh, a fan of listening to JMU Sports Podcast for the alumni, uh, give us a little bit about what your family is doing right now. Tell us about about your family and um, you know just share with us, because uh, you've got a couple of youngsters. In fact, I've seen you on Instagram using your children as ways to train. <laughs> so I've been married. Uh, we got married in 2013 to my husband, Bill, and he is also a fitness coach. He's a high school coach, and, and we totally build off of each other in this aspect. Um, and we have two boys. We have Joey, who's five, and Eddie, who's two and a half. And they, when Joey was smaller, he was my weight during the workouts. Now he knows that um, if I'm using him, he's on my shoulders as my weight for squatting because my legs are a lot stronger. I can handle it. But Eddie uh, literally has been my kettlebell. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> honestly, it's cool. They're my little, they're my little like inspiration, like living inspirational pieces in my house that just totally encourage me. There's times where they'll be like, Mommy, you going to go work out now? Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And they are just, I mean, as any child is to their parent, they're, they're, they're my biggest pocket of joy. And I literally, if you think I'm smiling before, now I'm smiling bigger. Um, but we have, we try to make every, everything fun. Um, everything's a little challenge or activity, a little healthy competition. Um, Joey's on the swim team that I coach and, Eddie is already um, bulldozing down Joey, so I'm sure <laughs> uh, we're going to have plenty of in-home battles between the two of them. You're always full of energy. What is your go-to energy? What do you rely upon? Do you have a, a go-to? Honestly, just try. We have dance parties to bring the natural endorphins back up <laughs> so I don't have to worry about too much. Um, I, I There is one product that I use it's called Energize that fires me up. <laughs> it's it's um it's a pre-workout that I'll use before my workouts and after a sleepless night that always gets me going. Um, but honestly, the the biggest thing is that I can pour into my community and they are like what really truly fires me up. Whether it is other moms working out, whether it's my kids or talking to my husband, him giving me a little pep talk himself, and my dad. Um, I still have postcards from him. He would send me postcards when I was at JMU with my goals that we would write down of my times and motivational quotes and um, picture, the postcards are pictures of like New Jersey and things like that. Um, and he always, whenever I need a good pep talk, I, that's something that you can't buy out there, but he's irreplaceable for sure. He's always been my, my number one fan and uh, he's been something that still is my backbone when it comes to all challenges and a big source of energy when I need it. <laughs> all right. Well, Kim, thank you so very much for sharing all this with uh, with me and with our listeners on the Jamie Sports Alumni Podcast. Uh, we do hope that you can uh, make it back to campus as often as you can. Bring your boys. Uh, you know, you can you can carry them up and down the state the uh, the stairs, which I think <laughs> you probably did that. Uh, you, you did, did. Some stairs, did. I'm sure. Some. Yeah, stadium drills at Bridgeport Stadium, and you probably have uh, different memories there, but there certainly can be some uh, some more to be had. 
by coming and visiting us at JMU. So thank you so very much. Good to hear that you're smiling and and uh, and enjoying life each and every day. Thank you. Thank you. It was great talking with you, and and I can't wait to get back there. She is Kim Lagrateria, went by Kim Bagachinsky when she swam for the Dukes, finishing up in 2006. Delightful to catch up with Kim. Always a pleasure. And uh, she just makes your day go so much better, no matter how you have interaction with her. We talked on the phone, as you could quite tell there. Or you can follow her, of course. Uh, her Instagram is very active. That was one of the things that kind of came to mind, quite honestly, when I was uh, about to schedule this particular podcast. I said, I'm going to give Kim a call and kind of catch up with this fitness coach, former Duke, and you can follow her. She's got over 28,000 followers on her Instagram account, Kim underscore lags, Kim underscore lags, L-A-G-S. Uh, I'm sure she wouldn't mind you following her. Uh, she'll, uh, she'll keep you energized just by checking out her Instagram account. Well, that'll wrap up this edition of the JMU Sports Alumni Podcast. We'll continue to work through the spring bringing you these uh, at least weekly that's the goal but i tell you i'm getting ready to go into one of the most concentrated periods of jmu sports activity because of the interlacing of the fall sports the winter sports and the spring sports all at the same time but we'll still try to get these out there for you just the same until the next time i'm kurt dully have a great purple and gold day and go dudes